This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I am your host, William Jackson, and I'm so excited because we have another opportunity to live, learn, and grow together. And can you believe it? We are already in the month of March. It's amazing how when we get to certain aspects of time and space, it seems like time is dragging along. Have you ever been in that space where it seems like things are just moving so slow? It's like, man, when is a break? When is vacation? But then you hit this spot where it seems like everything is moving at lightning speed. And that's what it feels like. Now, I don't know about you, but January and February have already had the combination of feeling like multiple years. I saw some post uh, the other day where it was talking about when we got to February, happy new year. January was a rough year. <laughs> and it seems like things are moving so fast. And in this place where things are moving at lightning speed, it can almost create like a dizzy effect because everything is happening all at once. Things are coming from every single area, every single angle. And if you're not careful, you can get caught up in all of the things that are going on and miss what's right in front of you. I don't I don't know about you, but there are times in life where I've hit spaces where it just felt like I was in a fog, where it felt like I really couldn't see clearly as to where I was or where I was headed. And in those places and spaces, that's when you're most vulnerable. If you've ever driven in the fog, you know that you are most vulnerable because you can barely see. And so many things happen when you can barely see. See, when you can barely see emotionally, we run the risk of running into things or damaging things. When you can't see, you are more susceptible to run into things, to crash, to break something, to hurt someone else. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people walk and they've been texting on their phone or drive and they've been texting on their phone. And you can always tell who's on their phone at a red light. You can always tell why, because as soon as it turns green, they're still sitting there. Now, I like I like to give a couple of seconds, a couple of gray seconds and, and to just allow you on your own to realize that, hey, everybody's moving except for you. But I will give you a beep beep. And I have to admit, there are times where I have done that myself. Not anymore because I'm a law abiding citizen, but. I try to, in essence, be in a space where I'm always tapped into what's going on around me. And when you are in a space when you can't see and you're not available to to access levels of information, oftentimes it creates a state of panic when you don't know what's going on. Think about it. If you have children, right, and you see something on the news about something that's going on at the school, and you call the school and cannot get in contact with someone, what happens? Instant panic. Everything starts running through your mind because now you can't get in contact with somebody to know what's going on. And so many times people are living in a space where it seems like we're just in this fog where we're trying to make it through situations and we're trying to maneuver and we're trying to figure out what's happening. But what do you do when you don't know what's going on and you can't see 
clearly in front of you. That's what we're going to talk about today. It's how to navigate the fog, how to maneuver in spaces. I'm always amazed at pilots who are flying a aircraft through the air, through clouds, through fog, through all of the elements in places and spaces where you cannot see what's in front of you. You're moving at such a fast speed and pace and you have no idea what's in front of you. The only thing that you have available to you is the tracking system or the air traffic control because you don't know what's actually out here because you can't see. So we're going to talk about how to navigate the fog. How do pilots get into this place and space where they are comfortable and calm when they're flying through the fog? It's because of their training. It's because they've been prepared for this. It's because they know that they have the tools at their disposal to make sure that they are able to land safely without causing any damage. And that's my goal. That's my goal is to help you navigate the fog. Get to a place where your dreams and your purpose are able to take off, but you're also able to land safely without damage and so that you can land into the places of your purpose, your dreams, your goals safely and successfully. Because what you don't want to do is end up having a crash landing where you made it through it, but you barely got there. It's like when you're running a marathon, those people who have trained and who have run marathons for years, right? Even though they are tired, when they get to the end, the finish line, they have more of a composure or poise. But the person who's running for the first time, oh, you, you've seen the videos you, where they have the noodle legs and they're stumbling. And it seems like a baby deer who's just learning how to walk. And they, because their body has been pushed to the limit. But when you've trained for this, when you are prepared, when you have a place and space in your heart and in your mind where you know exactly what's going on, then you are more likely to limit the spaces where you are crashing into your purpose. I want to ha- I want to create a space where you can have safe, successful landings. So how do you navigate the fog? How do you navigate the fog? What's my question first is what is the fog in your life? What are the things that you have endured or the things that you're facing that you need clarity on? Are you aware of those things? Because so many times we're moving through life and we don't even know the spaces or places where we need more clarity. We're just trying to make it happen. We're just dealing with what we have. We're just pushing. We're just trying to get through it. But if you don't have a plan of action, if you don't know where you're headed, then oftentimes you won't understand that the route that you're on may be the wrong route. You may have taken a left when you should have taken a right. And so many times people miss directions because we don't know how to navigate the fog correctly. So much like Many of the other podcasts, I'm going to give you an alliteration that will help you navigate through the fog. Why do I keep giving you these? Because my goal or my hope is, is that whenever you think about these words, you'll think about these alliterations, because if you can apply them, take them and apply them to your life, I guarantee you 
you'll minimize some of the crashes, some of the uh, running into things, you minimize your losses and you're able to tap into what you were created to do at a more robust speed. Because the goal is that when life happens, you have a plan to matriculate through life successfully. So let's talk about it. How do you navigate through the fog, right? If you're thinking about fog, F-O-G, the first thing that you have to do is you have to focus on what is right in front of you. If you are driving and you're going through the fog, you know that you have to be so focused on the road right in front of you because the road that is directly in front of you will give you cues that you need to successfully make to your destination. But if you are so focused on the fog, when you are trying to navigate these places and spaces and you keep trying to see through the places that you can't see through, then when something appears out of nowhere, your reaction time is going to be so delayed because you weren't able to gather the cues of the road in front of you so that you can successfully maneuver out of the places that are going to cause you damage. You got to be able to focus on the things that are right in front of you. What is in your hands right now? If you are navigating a relational fog, right? If you're in a place in space where in your relationship, it's foggy, where you need some clarity, you need some understanding. You don't know where you are. You don't know what this place or season that you guys are in. You have to be able to focus on what's right in front of you and what is right in front of you, your spouse. So what can you do with what's right in front of you? You navigate it successfully by having a level of appreciation and investment in where you are, because so many people hit this place of fog or they don't have clarity and they stop moving. They stop progressing. They stop investing. But when you are focused on the road right in front of you, what do I have? I see that we're in a foggy place, but guess what? I know that we have each other. So let's go on a date. Let's just let me continue to invest in what's right in front of me. Okay. If we need clarity, if we don't know where we are, let's stop and go back to the basics. When you are driving in the fog, now I don't know about you. Are you, I don't know if you're one of those drivers that when there's a storm or when it's foggy that you cut everything off and tell people to stop talking in the car <laughs> because you're focused. You turn the radio down because somehow when you turn the radio down, it's going to help you drive better in the fog. I don't know if that's you. There are times when I do that, especially when you're backing up. People have a tendency to let me just turn the radio down so that I can focus on getting into this parking spot successfully. I don't know, but it works. But you got to be able to focus on what's right in front of you. If you are in an emotional fog, what can you focus on that's right in front of you where you're, you're trying to create and you don't have the motivation to tap into your creative genius? What is right in front of you? What can you put your energy and effort into right here, right now? Because I can guarantee you that if you are a creative and I'll tell myself here, if you are a creative I can guarantee you there are at least three projects that you started and haven't finished. I can guarantee I am willing to put some good money on that because as we are creating, oftentimes what happens, life happens and we have to move on to the next thing. So what do you have right here available to you? 
if when when COVID happened and it shut the world down, what did you have in front of you? People created businesses. People had ideas that they hadn't had the time and space to really work on. And it gave them the opportunity to focus on what's right in front of you. So when you're navigating the fog, you got to be tapped into what's right in front of you. Because if I'm focused on what's right in front of me, then I don't run the risk of crashing into someone because I'm tapped into what's going on. I'm tapped into what's going on around me. Most times people enter into fogs, especially relationally, because we lost sight of where we are and what we're doing. And we're so focused down the road. We're so focused on the future. We're so focused on tomorrow that we can't even celebrate the blessings of today. We're so focused on what we want our relationship to look like in the next five years or what your relational plan is that we can't even stop and celebrate the fact that we are here with one another. And in this moment that we will never see again, we will never see this moment again. We are so focused on what's coming next. And sometimes you'll slip into a fog because I'm so focused down the road that I've lost sight of what I have right here in front of me. You lost sight of the relationships that really matter. You lost sight of your health. Because we're so focused on work, we're so focused on money, we're so focused on income. You lost sight of the fact that I need to be making sure that I am protecting my internal investment in myself. So you got to be focused, focused on what's right in front of you. That's F. What's the O? The O. When you're navigating the fog, you have to open your mind to a different route. This is tricky. Because so many times when we get to a place where we are journeying through this thing we call life, we commit to a path and we stick to it and we stay there. But we have to be open enough to say this may not be the route. Sometimes I believe that God will allow us to get into a place of fog. So we have to search out another route. Because we get to a place in space where we just commit to it. Have you ever been in a space? Yeah, I was talking to somebody not too long ago, and I think we were talking about um, analog and how things are moving in tech and how everything is digital and how everything is in a place where you need a device to be able to maneuver. And we start talking about maps. He was like, when was the last time you saw a map? And I'm like, man, I haven't seen a map in a long time. You know how many people probably don't know how to read or even identify where they are on a map? If everything shut down now and you didn't know where you were going, I'm, I'm curious as to how many people have not even seen a map other than in school. I'm not talking about the countries. I'm talking about actual roads, highways, where to connect, where to go. Because before these phones, before GPS, it was paper maps, buddy. Whew. Listen, I'm, I'll be very honest with you. I'm glad we're not there anymore. <laughs> I'm surprised. Here's, here's, the, here's the crazy part. I'm surprised that the accident rate wasn't higher back then as it is now. Because you got to think, now people are just looking at their phones 
But imagine pulling out a a map that has all of these pages and you have to unfold it like 12 times and it takes up your whole front seat. Like how did not people run into someone on a consistent basis? I guess they knew how to read the map and fold it on the highway that you need to get on. And But now we have these GPS systems that tell you when it's road work, when they tell you there's traffic and it provides you with an alternate route. And when you're in the fog, you have to open your mind to say, okay, where is there an opportunity for me to see? Am I still on the correct route? Has things changed here? Do I need to identify that the things that I'm doing are no longer working and I need to find another route? When you hit relational fogs, there are oftentimes opportunities for you to see that I need to find another way. If what I'm doing is preventing me from connecting with you, guess what? I need to find another way. If what I am saying and how I am saying it is preventing you from hearing my heart, guess what? I need to find another way. There's got to be another route. And we got to get to the place where we're saying, hey, okay, we may be in a fog, but let me stop and assess that there may be another option here. Because the path that you're on, it is subject to change. I I watch movies, uh, I'm a movie buff, and it always amazes me when people are like driving in cars and all of a sudden they hit a bridge and they're driving and the bridge is out. And they're still driving because from their perspective, everything seems to be intact. Everything seems to be working correctly. And I look and I'm looking further ahead and it looks like the road is okay. And you can't even see that there is an entire piece of the bridge that's missing. And people continue to drive. They keep continuing down the same direction and they don't stop and say, hey, okay, maybe. The reason why I can't go any further is because there's a different route. How many road signs did we ignore? How many times were there signs that we missed and we just kept trucking along because we believe in this route? But then what will happen? You'll get into a place where it's foggy. And when you're navigating the fog, you got to open your mind to a different route. If you are navigating a fog in your business, Guess what? There may be an opportunity to say, I may be able to do something different, a different way. Let me go back and do some checks and balances. If, if there's something that's not working and I just keep doing it, that is the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing, expecting different results. And we keep doing it and we keep doing it. Why? Because sometimes the route that we are traveling has been ingrained in us for years. It has been ingrained in us to go this way. I got to go this way because my dad went this way. I got to go this way because my mom went this way. I got to go this way because that's what my brother did. I got to go this way because that's that's what my sister did. That's what we do in our family. I got to go to this college because our entire family went to this college. And if you're not careful, you will journey down a road where the bridge has a gap in it. 
because the pieces that you need for your purpose, for your destiny, for your dreams and for your goals is on a different route. That's why you got to get to the place where you're not just following people blindly. I get what people say and it sounds good, but I can't just follow you blindly. I need to know that this is the route that I'm supposed to be on. Because if I'm going down your route and I'm not equipped for it, when I hit a fog, I won't know how to navigate it. See, when you are in your place, when you when you've hit your space where everything is clicking for you and this is your place of destiny and you're operating in the fullness of your purpose, when you hit a fog, you know how to navigate it because you know the nuances of this place. You've gotten accustomed to how this vehicle moves. But when you are traveling in someone else's vehicle on someone else's path, guess what? You don't know how to maneuver in this vehicle when you rent a car and this is a vehicle that you've never driven before. For. This is a body type and a type of car that you've never driven. What happens? There's an instant learning curve. You know how to drive, but I don't know how to drive this effectively. I rented a car not too long ago, and for some reason, these different car models are now switching and putting the gear shifts in different places. I'm used to the gear shift being on the steering wheel shaft of the car. So you get in, I'm looking and I'm like, okay, well maybe it's a push button. It's gotta be a push button because I don't have a key to actually put in and turn. So I'm looking for a push button. I'm looking all across the dash. And then I look down and I'm looking under the radio and I see that there's a button that you have to push down and pull and and then that is your gear shift under the radio. It's not even something that you shift, it's just buttons. Now, I know how to drive, but it took me a moment. I had to stop before I did anything. I had to stop and get accustomed to the car. And when you are in someone else's vehicle and on someone else's path, trying to reproduce someone else's dream, someone else's purpose, when you are not in your place and space, guess what? When things happen, you won't know how to maneuver. I found out how to shift the gears in a car. But if something happened and you needed to get specific information or to check the tire pressure, I didn't know. I didn't know how to look through the different aspects of the vehicle or to know exactly where things were. If it started raining or if it was ice and it was it was slippery on the road, I couldn't tell you where the button for the traction for the tires were. I just knew just enough just to get the vehicle moving. And so many of us are in that place in space where I know just enough and I'm comfortable with knowing just enough. And then we hit a space and season where we run into a fog. And then now we're faced with all of the things that we should have known that we should have learned. But because I'm in someone else's vehicle and on someone else's path and I haven't taken the intentional time to invest in my journey. That's why whenever you hit a fog, you got to stop and say, hey. 
I need to be open to another route. Is this the same route that I need to be on? Is this my path? Is this, is this my journey? Let me stop and assess. Let me, let me stop and see what's actually going on here. So I, I don't just push forward and keep going. Because if I push forward and keep going and, and I just keep pushing and, and I just disregard all of the signs, I may hit a space where I don't know how to function. And once I get there, I may get stuck there. How many people have been in a space where they have traveled for years down the wrong route? For years trying to people please. For years trying to live up to someone else's expectation of you. For years trying to push past your feelings, what you want, your desires, your dreams, so that you can put someone else's initiatives before your own. You may be in that season where it's foggy. And if that's where you are, you got to be open. You have to open your mind and open your heart to the possibility of another route. It may be another way. People say, if at first you don't succeed, try, try and try again. I say, if at first you don't succeed, figure out if you were supposed to try in the first place. Because every idea may not be something that you need to be investing in. Every time you come up with something or every time someone suggests something to you, that may not be the space where you need to dive fully in. You got to assess. You got to stop. You got to think. You got to listen. You got to feel figure out where you're supposed to be putting your energy and your efforts. So you got to open your mind and your heart to another route. And what's the G? The G in fog. How do you navigate the fog? You have to give yourself space. One of the worst things that you can do when you are navigating the fog is be too close on the person in front of you. Because if something happens, you won't have time enough to adjust so that you don't run into someone else. You run the risk of crashing when you follow too closely. So when you're in a space where you don't know and you're trying to gain clarity, you have to give yourself space because when you draw close to people, guess what? Their ideas start to influence yours. Their perspectives start to influence yours. They start to suggest things to you and then their voices start to override what you are feeling internally. They start to override the things that you initially said. And this is why a lot of dreams hit a space where it's a barrier or a blockage or they don't come to fruition. Why? Because we'll open the door for access for people to offer their opinions. And when you are navigating a dream, especially in the infancy stages, you have to be intentional about navigating it with a, a closed fist or will you keep it close to the chest? Because if I continue to open it up to people, everybody's going to have an opinion. And when you bring people in and you give them access, guess what? You give them the opportunity to sway you, especially if this is someone that you love, especially if this is someone that you care for. So you got to give yourself space. 
When you're navigating these seasons, hey, hey, I just need some space. I, no, I totally understand what you're saying, but I just need some space. I got to figure this out for myself. I got to figure this out. Because everybody may mean well and they may have good intentions. But good intentions will oftentimes lead you into a space where you are living a okay or good enough life. But if you are not careful, you will allow people's good intentions to talk you out of your destiny because they think they know what's best for you. And either people have gotten accustomed to the version of you that they are most comfortable with, or they may have a limited perspective of who you are actually created to be. But if you're not careful, if you don't give yourself space You'll start crashing into things. If you're following somebody too closely when you're driving in a car in the fog and they slam on the brakes, guess what's going to happen? You're running right into the back of them. So I need to give them space. I need to create space for me to navigate this place effectively. Because if I don't, I'm running the risk of damaging everything that I'm building. All of my progress I am putting at risk if I don't give myself space. You don't have to expose every idea or emotion to someone because when you do, whoever you give access, you give authority. So when you're navigating this fog, when you're in this place in space where you're trying to figure out where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do, you have to one, focus on what's right in front of you. What can you do here and now? What can you complete? Where can you invest? The next thing you have to do is you have to open your mind to the opportunity or the possibility of a different route. And then you have to give yourself space. And sometimes even when you come out of the fog, you still got to give yourself space because you can come out of a difficult season and you still need some time to breathe. When you're navigating this space, time and season, focus on what's right in front of you. Open your heart and mind to the possibility of a different route and give yourself space to navigate this place effectively. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create another show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information.